Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Blog Talk Radio. To the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close. We both lies on our identity. I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotel. Son had the son himself to guard deadly with the art. I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight seven dwelling in your melon. No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal, my rhyme suicidal. I worship no idols. My style of all the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on a stoop. Got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get clay like flu. It was the son of the saw, a gift from the gods. The roof flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light, knighted by the golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chi until we are Ethereans. Finally becoming one with the righteous sun. So law, souls are raw. Magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. So below, the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells. To break free, we must be refined. Masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions. Denominations that's co-schisms and isms Yo, isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles Baptist versus Methodist Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness Mormons versus Seventh-day Advances Skeptics, atheists, and agnostics Divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians Lower fourth-dimensional aliens So beware of the draconian Satanists Yo, they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance Yo, we crush the head of Leviathan Battle mind control Brainwashing and doctrinations, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called like we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air. No doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that Buddha consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. 
there's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this is the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in levels in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring about specifics and the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air thing that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring about specifics and the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air thing that your thoughts transmits it. You need to understand how magical this, uh, something like this every Wednesday can become. So you need to start uh, getting your calendar right, get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intention straight out. All right, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories. Shit that works. You have an activated pilot manual which that produced this black chemical called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study exoteric study. Playtime is over. Yeah! South Shaolin, the classified elements, we here now. So are you fruit loop, color candy, white, peanut butter and jelly, cool ass niggas, you best to duck and rough for cover, yeah, 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 yo, into the temple gates, cross the fiery lakes, for witness to torture souls, and plant upon burning stakes, let's send the terabrums, raise the hell to reach heaven gates, fire bombing cathedrals when I switch my car to stay, regard to animal, from animal back to God, to storm these jewels like WD for Rod, to raise a nation that's indispensable, indivisible, based on principle, relate to digital, outputs to outlooks, temperatures rising, as the sun of righteousness, get spiritual guidance, in the lion's den, the phoenix of rising, spitting bars for Mars, through the belt of Orion, with the eyes to Hootie, these faggot devils can't fool me, the phallus gave porn and digesting the pig's booty, the sin is the wickedness, lost in the wilderness, we're never at here to this, go ahead and slit your wrist. The black card exists. What devils try to exit? We've been in in crisis until destroyed by ISIS. In the pit of demons, I'm ancient Kim and dreaming. Converting satanic cords with the beta semen. Sword swinging, decapitator, purple addicted. Crystal warm mystic, keep it glow with drinks when I'm lifted. I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states. Only trust just with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head. To figure eight, I'm El Chesedick, moving through 50 states. Early trust with the gods I relate. 
Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate I am in a golden razor but my head's a figure eight And a devil's head severed on a dinner plate Before the throne of God all devils will meet the fate Below the Mason Dick surrounds the future gray Imperial, ferial, sound the trumpets through the stereo Murders of mics, that's why I scratch off the cereal Reverse creation, send you back to some minerals South Shaolin, double MC is the abbot Morris be the nation, black men's land, we gotta have it Restore the throne, eradicate the savage When disaster strikes, actual facts you can't manage A fool's on deck, sink ships like Titanic Spread a fear across the land, causing a justified panic Amongst the brain dead Zombies, goblins, fits of bandits While these wicked overseas collect residuals in their hammock Corporate folks forever remain rancid Poison to the mind, inflicted subconscious damage I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states From the transmitters, with the gods I relate Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate I am in a golden razor, but my head's a figure eight I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states Hermie transmitters, with the gods I relate Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate I am in a golden razor but my head to figure eight Return of the ancient one, the Moorish Naga The dragon rider, or breathing fire Generator, operator, destroyer A self-lord and master, instructor A Kama Sutra, practicing Tantra A Kriya Yoga, a Kutalini The resurrector, Shishuna, the eater Pingala, awaken the seven chakra To come the avatar, Muhammad the conqueror Putting sword to your juggler Send you to the ether, the water, air, fire bender The earth ruler, I shit in the new era in the saga, I spirit terror, every sound of horror, reflection crack mirrors, minds made feeble, dreams crumble, the curse tremble, thieves in the temple, raise the mental, beyond the four devils, you whack motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, all you goddamn cool niggas out there, you know what I'm saying, yo son put that fucking rope around them goddamn throats, you know what I'm saying, cause you didn't, you didn't all this goddamn hip hop, that's why hip hop dead motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt you were back once again with First All Order Radio. Your host, Dr. Aleem Bay, along with my co-host, Grand Sheik Chief, Brother Fahim, Turnica, Tecumsha, Rutherin, El Bay. Give the brother a hand. Peace, my good brother. Peace. Hey, I tell you what's your ish. How I tell you what's your ish. How's the brother doing tonight? It's known as Pangea, the land drift or continental drift. America, Africa, and the origin of the Moors. Um, so we're going to be dealing with that subject for tonight. And I know you got some things that you want to say about it already. So I'm going to go on and let oh, you get, yeah. get it off your chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I dare go more, more to the book. The brother, he did, he did mention the Omex, but he didn't uh-huh. go as deep as he should have went, though. You know. Right. Uh, uh, the book is a pretty good book. You know, but uh, I would still say you want to get a book upon dealing with the history of the Aborigine Indigenous Americans. You want to go uh, get the book uh, First World Order by you, by yourself, 
Dr. Nutpak, uh, I saw I saw Nutpak El Bay, and uh, also get the book uh, The African Discovery of America by Leo Weiner, and uh, also you can still go get the They Came Before Columbus by uh, Ivan Van Sertima, and other books that deals with the Olmex War and the end of Olmex. Dealing, uh, I got uh, Michael Bradley book uh, uh, dealing with the Omex and everything. So uh, all right, and and, t- uh, and tell everybody what book you are referring to. Uh, the book is uh, the book is dealing with uh, I think I had that book. It's dealing with the Omex. Uh, I think it's Michael Bradley. I think his name is. Uh, right, and I'm talking about well, I'm talking about specifically the book that you that you referred oh, no, to that about, you t- I'm talking about uh actually uh the first Americans were Africans. A documented okay. evidence by David M. Hotel right. PhD. You know, right. uh, he right. has a, a brother here in the front cover. Uh mm-hmm. he, he he backs a lot of he whatever what well what he dropped, he can back it up, you know. But uh right. there's still a lot of missing pages out of this book. That you know that needs mm-hmm. to be desired. That needs right. To be desired. Like like what are so, some of them? As far as you're concerned, what are some of them? Uh, he needs to uh put in uh put in there a lot of the tribal nations and the names of the tribal nations. Uh, dealing with uh, especially with the uh the United Washita, Didamandi Amur Empire. Uh, and one part of his book, he states that uh, he uh, uh, he states that no, uh, I think I, I highlighted it. Hold up, I, I can find it right quick. Here it is. Here it says here. In 1681, the Indians of New England, or Moors, as they were also styled, called by the settlers. Now that's not true. Uh, if you uh, Look at this DVD on YouTube by uh, Dr. Yosef uh, Benyakinen. He states it clearly that when, uh, when we came into Europe, or uh, Spain rather, in 711 AD, we, we were called, we were calling ourselves Moors. And if you notice, uh, Dr. Yosef Benyakinen did not uh, exclude himself from them. He included himself with them. He said, we were calling ourselves Moors. And when the Europeans came in in, uh, in the Americas in New England in 1681, we were well known as Moors then. But what he's putting in here, like this, what the Europeans were calling us, that's not that's not true. That's not true. That they were calling us Moors because they're from from them dealing with us in Europe. On the continent came to the Americas and, and New England and said, "Oh, the Moors are here also." That's what we were talking about. So, you know, I had to, I had to you know, I had to kind of correct that a little bit, you know. You're right. So it says here, William Penn, to be a black, uh, uh, be as black as gypsies. See, uh, uh, Mr. Articles on the Century Magazine of May 1883, the statement of P- William Penn's statement may even mean that the British gypsies of 1681 were black. 
is what he's saying. So, you know, Japan was not alone. Other Englishmen who had colonized the western shores of the Atlantic spoke of the, Indi- of the Indians there as being as black as gypsies. So, while, like I said, what would they call it that? Why would they call them Negroes? Why would they call them, you know, Moors? Why would they call them? Why would they call them Indians? You know, uh, he said he has a lot of evidence stating that Christopher Columbus thought he was an Indian. I get some other critiques from other brothers and sisters said, no, he knew where he was going. Yeah, that may have been so, you know. But it may be also that he thought he was an Indian because the people were so dark. And the, and the, the Hindustan, what they call India today, in Southeast Asia, was very, very, very dark at that time. So, you know, mm. uh, I mean, Christopher Columbus right. dealing with the India Company, you know, with right. the Hindustan, you know. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like America, like they call the United States now, you know, they're dealing with the corporate terms that they use nowadays. So this is, uh, 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 that's why I'm glad... I do a lot of reading and studying, you know, because when I read these books, I kind of notice some errors, you know. Uh, I know right. who's on point and who's not on point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can you know, try and attempt to correct some of that. Right. You know, I, I know that he still used the word black a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of us still scholars, a lot of us, those, what they call scholars, haven't got it yet by calling themselves black yet. These are right. people with BA degrees, master degrees, PhD. You know, I mean, uh, you know, still using that term. You know, but I was really uh, uh, enlightened about about your uh, about your statements you made in law class Monday about Aboriginal and Indigenous both being adjectives and more being a noun. Right. And I, I, I never really thought about it that way, you know. But I'm all, they mm-hmm. all, you can say all about synonymous terms, but more has a broader meaning than Aborigine right. and Indigenous. Right. Since it's a noun, and both of those are adjectives. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times when I do uh, talk, I talk, I do a lot of lectures, I always say uh, an, uh, an Aborigine. Uh, uh, American Aborigine Indigenous Moors. I like to put the Moor at the end. Right. Because you said the Indigenous is more, more descriptive. And I never looked at it that way. Mm hmm. Well, I, thought, I always thought of it as being an identity, which it is, you know, but it's more of an adjective describing the noun. Right. Right. Like I always say in my lecture, I always say that. You know, you have a lot of these brothers, the indigenous of these certain indigenous movements or whatever, or, or, or tribes, and always saying they're not, they are not Moors, you know. But Moor right. is, deals with land, right. you know. Right. You are right. the right. land. And, and, and that was my point of making that statement because I have, there's, there's a lot of people that's on YouTube and have some good information. However, just like you, I see the flaws in their statements. You know that they're making, and um, you know they saying 
And when asked the question, well, who are we in the Americas? And they say, well, we're the indigenous aboriginals. Okay, indigenous aboriginal white. <laughs> because you have the indigenous aboriginals of Australia. <laughs> Uh-huh. And they called and they called the indigenous Australians, known as the Aborigines. But they are above the con they are above the um continent, Australia. <laughs> uh-huh. You know exactly. You know, so the the same thing, you know, we ask. You know, uh okay, we indigenous aboriginal of what? Is of the Americas. Okay, so we are American, and the word more, and American, or a Mary, or Mary, which is Meru, more and Meru are the same words. Right. So That's why I didn't put American. I say Aborigine, Indigenous, more, or I may say Aborigine, yeah. Indigenous, American, because when right. you say Aborigine, Indigenous, American, more, now you get to put a, a, a oxymoron in that now, you know. Right, right. So you just say American, or you just say uh, Meru, or more. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, that's why I do it that way, because I learned a while back, I used to say American. No, I, I ne- never did. Never was uh, comfortable before I even knew about the, the term Moorish. I never was comfortable with the term Moorish American. For some reason, until I found out later on, I said, oh, it's an adjective. Okay, I know something about it. Right. But you, like I said, you just say you're American. That's it. Yeah. More are American. They're both nouns, and they're both one and the same. It- Exactly. And then when you look into Noah Webster's dictionary, as you have, and when you look into um, the um, Webster Universal Dictionary, the one you have from 1828, um, the one in which that mm-hmm. 1936 and 1937, they all say the same thing, that they were the aboriginal copper-colored natives Found here on this land by the Europeans. Mm-hmm. Now applied to the descendants of Europe. Right. Now applied to the descendants. Right. That, that's what it says in yours. Now applied to the descendants of Europe. Exactly. Oh, it doesn't say that in, in the uh, the other diction, the the later ones after the eighteen twenty eight. In the 1936 and 1937, it says the original application of the word is Maru. So oh. the word America is from the root word Maru, which is the word more. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Okay. So you're dealing with the word Atostinus. And all the autochthonous, those who spring forth from the soil of the earth, dealing with more again. Which, right? Dealing with more again, exactly. Right, that's just the Greek word for more. 
Hence the that's reason why they always right. Hence they, that's why they always take the word back to Greece. Or the word more comes from the Greek. The Greeks had the word more and blah blah blah. The word is further right. back than that. Why when I why when my wife and I went to the British Museum in England, we found a still that states that the Moors were the high priests of Anu. Anu being on or Ra. As in Amin Ra. And he was the high priest. And then when we look in the Stolen Legacy by George G. James, he states that the Moors were the custodians of the ancient wisdom teachings of the ancient Egyptians. Yes, he does. So, see, this is why you have to, this is why you have to read various books because this puzzle comes together once you start extracting those pieces just like a puzzle and putting them together and you start seeing a larger picture of what's really taking place. Right? You can't say that you don't come from the, the dust of the ground because that's exactly what your ass go back to when you die. Ashes right. to ashes and that's what they're going to say at your funeral. Okay. Dust dust. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you come from the ground. Don't get that mistaken. All right? If you don't believe you don't come from the ground, best believe your ass is going back to the ground. Exactly. Whether you get buried or not, or whether you, you get cremated or not, you're still going to the ground. Exactly. You're still going to the ground? That's right. So, you know, it's just about us understanding what's really taking place here. I have to start at Pangea, personally. You know, of course there's not much information on Pangea. It doesn't have to be. But at least put the piece of the puzzle in your information. Don't leave it out. And then just start with history saying, okay, the Africans came to America 50,000 years ago. Okay, that's beautiful. However, why well, got documented proof that we was here longer than 50,000 years ago? Exactly. So you did a disservice to the people who read the book. And now they're just speculating that they've been here for approximately you know, 50,000 years. But yet, I'm reading another book, like The Children of Moon, where it speaks of the Twa people being in the Western Hemisphere two million years ago. Sure does. Or I'm reading, or I'm reading Forbidden Archaeology, or the Hidden History of the Human Race by Michael Creedmoor and Richard L. Thompson, when they speak of people being here in the Americas over six hundred million years ago, which would have been four hundred million years before the Continental Drift. Before exactly. Pangea broke apart in order to form the so-called seven continents as you know them, um, know them as now. So when there was Pangea, there were no Africa. There was no North America, South America, Central America, Asia. Because it was all just one landmass. Yes, it was. We don't, know the names which, we don't know the names in which that was used. We just simply used the Greek word, which means pan. Pangea, which means all in all. Because that's when all of the continents were together as one. 
So see, the Europeans utilize Greek terminology, but where did Greek originate from? So yeah, some people don't like to use the Greek. They don't like Greek. <laughs> but it came from us. We gave them the Greek right. language. Right, but the but the first Greeks were the Minoans, the Cretans. Who was there before the Europeans or Albions came out to Caucasus Mountain and invaded what is now called Greece? And who was they? They were the Phoenicians. Who were the Phoenicians? They were the followers of the Bennu. Who was Bennu? Bennu is a form of Heru. That means they was a group of ancient Egyptians. How we know because the other names were, we call them Canaanites, but their other names were Minoans. Minoans are the followers of Men, who is a form of Amen, as in Amen-Ra. So these terminologies go further back than what we have been taught. So simply put, we're trying to go back to the oldest information that we have now chronicleized. So, of course, we know that you can't. Now, we do know that you can put or starting from at least 600 million years ago that there was humanoids. And, of course, being that we know that they had to have been us. I know people want to say, oh, there was the, they, they, oh, no, there was the uh, extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't prove that. I can't prove they was extraterrestrial. But what I can I prove <laughs> is that they were Right. What I can prove that they were humanoid and that they had to have been us. We know that we were the only people on the face of the planet up to 6,000 years ago. And that's the scientific fact. So when you look at Pangea, you're looking at something that's based on ge- um, geograph- ge- um, geography. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, based on um, geograph- geography, um, based on um, geology or geoscience, you know, which is earth science, you know, all of that. Like you said, that we have more than not only overwhelmingly evidence. We have more than overwhelmingly evidence, you know, uh, documented right. evidence at that. You know, to back everything we uh, said so far, to back it up. You know, I mean, right? It, it, it I, I gave you the names of the books. Right, I gave the names of the books. Go and read the books. And they all been documented. Those are documented right. records. Right. So see, this is what happens. So if I never said anything, so if I'm writing a book and I don't never mention Pangea, which is a geographical fact, <laughs> right or wrong, Brother L? Right. They told us that 200 million years ago that all the continents were together. That's a geographical fact. They taught us yep. this in, in um. Yep. In elementary school, junior high, and high school, and college. So why wouldn't you, if you're a PhD, why wouldn't you start back from what they taught you? Now why would he do that? Right, and and then not come up from there. Like I said, you don't have much information, but I just gave you two books in which that verifies that there were humanoids, um, people here in the Western Hemisphere, 
Because in Dorchester, Massachusetts, they found a bell-shaped, metallic bell-shaped vase or vessel in which that was about four inches high with exquisite carving around it, writing. All right? That's what they found. And you also made a statement about the, said they had a 250 million years ago, uh, 250 million years old shoe print in Missouri. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You, you going to take me there, brother? Million, a 250 million shoe print, not a footprint, a shoe okay. print. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So go to Scientific Magazine. Scientific American Magazine is the June 5th issue of 1852. And it contains a report about a blast being carried out at Meeting Hill Rock in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Where is Dorchester, Massachusetts? That is in near Boston, Massachusetts, which means that it was here in the so-called Western Hemisphere, meaning that it was in so-called North America. And I'm saying so-called because there's graph- geographical maps that show that actually the maps are supposed to be flipped upside down. But the blast was carried out, and it disgorged tons of rocks described by the United States Geological Survey as pudding stone, which dated back over 600 million years old. And a bell-shaped metallic vessel was blown out the rocks that was about four inches high and was covered with exquisite carving, indicating the presence of artistic metal workers over 600 million years ago. Now, who in the hell do you know that was smelting metal 600 million years ago? <laughs> a good question. Over a, yeah. half, over, over a half billion years ago. Exactly. Over 600, yeah, over a half billion years ago. Exactly. 600 million years ago? And once again, remember, the Albion, or European... Caucasian just came upon the planet 6,000 years ago, according to his own testimony and scientific testimony. That's not me. He stated it. So who was here before 6,000 years ago? Hmm. Any guess? It had to have been us. <laughs> okay, exactly. Any guess? So we look at, and, and what Brother L is talking about, this these footprints, this is what we get into this science at. Like this is real science, what I'm talking about. Things in which that um scientists, the Smithsonian them has found, but they can't verify. And they can't verify. All right, this is a problem. All right, so um we got some information in which that the Smithsonian has been hiding. All right, for over a hundred some odd years, they've been just hiding information. That article, all right, in 1852, that was part of a geological survey, but the Smithsonian and different others have gotten this information, but they won't deal with it. Right, they won't deal with it because it is outside of this scope. Right, right. 
Right. It else it is outside of this scope of information. They don't want to deal with that. All right. They just don't want to deal with it. All right. So, um, let's get to to this to this information that you're talking about and building on, um, brother L, because it is something that we definitely have to talk about. You know. Oh yeah. Brother L is talking about footprints, and we got information which that dates back further than that. You know. The, the, the hidden history of the human race, you know, uh, uh-huh. the gat, no, the gat says here, a carved shell from the uh, from the bit from the Red Craig, England, says here, mm-hmm. the Geological Society describes a shell, the surface of which bore a carving of a crude but unmistakably human face. The carved shell was found in the strat- uh, and stratified. The process of the Red Crag, which is between 2.0 and 2.5 million years old. Mm. How, how, go back one more time, brother. How many? Two, two, two point, uh, between 2.0 and 2.5 million years old. Mm. And why they say that? That's what they found. They're dealing with the. Uh, uh, these were some. Uh, this was a report delivered to the British Association for the Advancement of Science in 1881. They had this information mm. in 1881. Mm. So, who, so who ago. was that hiding? Right. So, who was that hiding that information that you just made mention of, brother? L? Uh, the British Association for the Advancement okay. of Science. Mm-hmm. Right, so really it wasn't for the advancement of science, was it? <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Not when it didn't include them. <laughs> right. No one talking about them. Right, right. Mm. That's deep. That is deep. This is this is the hidden uh, this is the book uh, The Hidden History of the Human Race by Michael A. Cremo and Richard Thompson, L. Thompson. Right, right. So, 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 read that one more time. That passage one more time, so people can get this. Okay, Let me get back to it. Hmm. And where were we at? I kind of lost that page. Hold on for a minute. Okay. Don't worry, we're gonna wait. I'm getting ready to um yeah, some things up. Here it is. It says carved shell from the Red Crag from the Red Crag, England. In a report in a report delivered to the British Association for the Advancement of Science in eighteen eighty one, eight stopes of of F G S called the Fellow of the Geological Society. Describe a shell, the surface of which bore a carving of a of a crude but unmistakably human face. The carved shell was found in the stratified deposits of the Red Crag, which is between 2.0 and 2.5 million years old. Mm. 
All right, and here's some other examples. You have the Antelope Spring, Utah. A prince, these are prints, actually prints, footprints of a man wearing shoes. Once again, of a man wearing shoes in which the left foot had trodden down on a troglobite, a creature of four. 140 million years ago. Mm. In St. Louis, Missouri, footprints have been found in Premanian rock dating back to 200 million years old. In Borough, Kentucky, footprints in Pennsylvania rock dating back 200 million years old. Right? In Persian, County, Nevada, a shoe print showing evidence of a well-cut and double-stitched leather sole in the Triassic limestone dating back to 160 to 195 million years ago. And in Glen Rose, Texas, yeah, in Glenwood, Texas, footprints in on Cretaceous rock dating back over 70 million years old. So science, instead of trying to deal with this, because by them finding this information, they would have to admit that we've been on this planet much further back than their so-called 300,000-year-old fossils that they keep talking about. In particular, what they call the Grimaldi Man. Right. And that there was already human beings, not homo, all right, not, not homo habilis, or homo erectus, but human beings, homo sapiens, sapiens. All right, they will have to admit to admit this. So instead of admitting the facts, they hid them. That's what they did. But luckily, we have books. But luckily, we have books like Brother L said, "The Hidden History of the Human Race" by Michael Creamer and Richard L. Thompson, and many others, in which that reveals this information. You know, this goes back to what I was talking about that they keep talking about Dagnesh, which is a fossil of a monkey species that they found, and they say that is that 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 is a uh, uh, a Afro uh, um, Afropithecus, um, some type of evolution towards human beings, right? But yet we got a 28 million year old human skeleton in the British Museum in the basement. From the Caribbean islands of Guadalupe. <laughs> mm, all right. 28 million year old human skeleton. So that's 10 times older than the one that I keep putting in your face on my Dagnesh, which is 2.8 million to 3.2 million years old. This one here is 28 million years old, and it's a human skeleton. But they tell you that humans weren't around at this time. Then how the hell did we get their skeleton? 
and why the shoe are you hiding it? <laughs> right, right. The shoe prints come from, and why are you hiding it in the British Museum in the basement? See, these are all. This is reason why they set up libraries, why they set up museums, why they set up institutions. Just like the one that Brother L just said, the name was it was Advance. No, it's not. These things are set up to hide the information. To hide the information. In 1887, in um, Florentino, a uh, uh, discovered apparently man-made heaps with primitive flint stones uh, or tools, um, carved bones, and a moderate-looking human spinal bone in a Pilocene strata, which dated back to three to five million years old. And where was it at? It was in Monta Hermosa, Argentina, right here in South America, in the Western Hemisphere. He also made similar finds in the Medocene, the Medocene strata in Argentina, which dated back to five to 25 million years old. Why aren't they talking about this? But they are hiding information. Between 1894 to 1921, mineralogist and archaeologist William Nevin discovered ancient cities in Mexico that dated to the beginning of the Pleistocene era, which was 2.5 million years ago. Some cities were built further into the Tertarian Age or era beneath volcanic ashes, and Nevins found over 2,600 stone tablets as well as moderate human skulls that show negroid genetic markers. Nevins' Guerrero collection are now in the American Museum of Natural History and the Peabody Museum of Harvard University. Why? Because you're going to find that, once again, if you don't believe that they hide in information, go and do your research about the geological survey excavated by a team led by Virginia Stein McIntyre in 1969. And human habitation was found coexistent in Mexico for at least 250. So, so here, here we are talking about Africans coming to America 50,000 years ago, but she found that we was already here in Mexico. The Omex was already here 250,000 to 350,000 years based on human artifacts and stone tools tested at the um, Paoloco um, site near the city of Pablo. Shortly after the date of the site was made public, the head of the Mexican archaeological department of the Mexican government became very upset at the ancient dates and ordered the Mexican army to close the site and confiscate all artifacts. So when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said that there is a global conspiracy to keep the black man down, he wasn't bullshitting. No, he wasn't. Stein McIntyre was told to change the date. Check this out now. Was told to change the date. So instead of three two hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand years ago of Negroid people being in the Americas and specifically in Mexico, they was told they told her to take a zero off. 
So that means that instead of the zero being on it, what would that have been? That would have been what? That would have been 25,000 years to 35,000 years instead of 250,000 to 350,000. So see, that would have fit in between the times of the is being over here around 50,000 years ago. But guess what? She stood her ground and jeopardized her career for saying, no, I would not take the zero war. Hmm. What we found was 250,000 to 350,000 years old. And it was human artifacts. And they had Negroid genetic markers. Negroid genetic markers at that. Right. It's the book, Suza Economics, The History of Pan-African Trade, Commerce, Money, and Wealth. These blacks found in the Americas, all right? If he would have read that book, he would have been closer to the truth, Brother L, because in that book, by First Books Library, it states that the mound builders, they were dark-skinned, woolly-headed blacks who were indigenous, native to North America, and kin to the Olmecs of South America. And the Omex and Washita, Black Californians, Yamasi or Yamasi, the Californami, and the other pre-Columbian Blacks of the Americas were part of a prehistoric trade network that began in Africa and spread it worldwide over 100,000 years ago and at various points afterwards. So we was traveling back and forth amongst each other over 100,000 years ago. Even after the drill. Right, so this thing about in his book that they just came 50,000 years ago, once again, is another fallacy. See, this is why you have to go and read so many other books and articles and pamphlets in order to get this truth, Brother L. You can't keep having people to lie to us. And see, even um, um, Colonel James Churchwood uh, spoke about who lived in the Americas 50,000 years ago. It says there was a sculpture tablet recently discovered in Mexico presenting startling evidence of pre- prehistoric civilizations in the American continent. Now check this out. It says founded by colonizers from the lost motherland of Mu in the Pacific Ocean. The lost motherland of Mu? Hmm. Okay, let's look at something else. Right here, it was from an article. Um, it says, Leaving South America, Dr. Albert Goodyear, a South Carolina University professor, say humans lived along the east bank of the Savannah River 50,000 years ago. So now we get into, out of all the stuff that we just talked about, now we get into that information, Brother Al. Right now we get into that information. Right now we get into that information. If you ever notice about most libraries and major cities after they close down, they be well locked down and bolted. 
like you in a bank or something. Yeah. Um, Wonder almost, why? Almost, almost near like Fort Knox. Yeah. What you, what you got in there can nobody see. Right. Because you don't leave no money in there. So. Right. What 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 is in there? In them books you got. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They got guards to guard books. <laughs> <laughs> Think you got some gold in there? You ain't got no gold in there. No silver, oh, no copper. They got something up here. Yeah, they got something in there. You're actually worth more than that. This is what he says. So a South Carolina University professor 50,000 years ago spoke of how there's people already living on the east bank of the Savannah River. All right. He says that 51,700 years old North American site from the Allendale County, South Carolina, by the Savannah River is less than 30 miles from the Atlantic Ocean. Shows Goodyear holding a flint work by human hands at the 51,700-year level. It says the evidence for the ancient Africans' migrations came in multiple forms, skulls and skeletons, footprints in lava, campsites, genetic M174 and D haploid groups, linguistics, paintings, carvings, um, um, artifacts, well, um, architecture, Egyptian writings. Hold up, Egyptian writing 51,700 years ago? Egyptian writing? Mm. All right. Mm. That's what he's. This is what's in the article, brother L. Artifacts and sculptures, or structures. Excuse me. Says that this data exposes the false premise that the first Americans came from Asia once and for all. Damn. So see, this is where he went at was the fifty thousand years coming from this information of the Europeans. And this is academically as far as they want to reach back. But as you've seen, we already reach we already reach further back than that. Sure did. We reached you hundred million years back ago. to the billions. <laughs> right. So see, this is far they want to reach back. Even Virginia McIntyre, Virginia Stein McIntyre, she said that um we was in um what is now called Mexico, 250,000 to 350,000 years ago. Okay? Now, right? I, I, um, I want to make sure, can everybody see my screen when I had it off? I have problems with my screen. Was everybody able to see the screen?
right. Um, okay. All right. So uh, it looks like it is. All right. So right here. Right here. The first American. The Brazilian find showed that the New World was discovered tens of thousands of years earlier than previously believed. Certainly well before the time of the American Indian. Have y'all heard this? Before the time of the American Indian. Yes, I have. Prehistoric skulls were found buried in the layers of soil in Brazilian caves. They are the oldest skulls of America. Lucia, belonging to a race found historically along the rim of the Indian Ocean in the islands of South Asia, in East Africa, and in Australia and Malaysia. This is coming from the BBC, the British Broadcasting Company. Right? Then, that to me is a Negroid face. It has all the features that would associate with a Negroid face. The proportions of the face does not say anything about it being mongoloid. This is Richard Nave. This is Dr. Richard Nave, a British forensic scientist. All right? And he was at the University of, the University of Manchester in England. He stated that the first face of the of the Americas is a Negroid face and isn't mongoloid. He said that she was African and an Aboriginal Australian from the Pacific Islands. The first reaction was not to believe in it, but as the results repeatedly repeated, repeated so many times, and the results is exactly the same thing. The skull was very similar to the Australian Aborigines and Africans, and no similarities at all with the Mongoloids in Asia, nor with American Indians. This is Walter Nave, the this is Walter Neves, and this is a Brazilian anthropologist. So not only do you have anthropology, forensic science, the news, which is BBC, all of them agree that the ones first in the Americas were us. And this is a picture of Walter Neves here at the University of Sao um, Paulo. Right? In this book, 103 Amazing Facts About the Black Indian of the Western Hemisphere. I don't like the word black nor Indian, However, he used it, and if you read it, you'll find that he's talking about also Lucia, as you see here. And this is the book that Brother Elder's talking about. The first Americans were African documented evidence by David Imhotep, Ph.D. All right? You have the Apollo, a paleo um, American, a primer on ancient American history. But Nasir Ali, all right? Now, this is what he writes in his book. Because Brother L read a section of what was written in the first 
Americans were Africans. Read, read that portion again, Brother L. Okay. Okay. Uh, find it again. As you read that, I'm going to read a portion from um, the Paleo-American, a primer on the ancient American history by Nasir Ali. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is it at? Let me see. Okay. All right, so while you're looking for I'm going to read this. It says, the Paleo-American is the first Homo sapien to inhabit the Americas, predating the Calvis culture. The prefix Paleo means ancient in Greek. So another way of saying Paleo-American would be ancient American. All right, we are descendants of the ancient American, right, or the ancient Moors, or Maru. For over 50 years, scientists have known that the Paleo-Americans predated the COVID. They knew further back than that, as we already proved, proven to everyone. But the L went back to the 1800s. I went back to the 1800s and further. <laughs> One of the oldest Paleo-American ancestors dated back approximately 11,500 years before present at an archaeological site in um, Lego, Santa, Brazil, a female paleo American's remains were undiscovered in 1975. This is where they get Lucia from. Being one of the oldest ancient Americans identified, she was called Lucia, which means light. Just like Lucy. All right, that they call, that they refer to as Dagnesh, that's Lucy. And they said Lucy is 2.8 million to 3.2 million years, and which I showed you already of. Um, of a human skeleton being right found right found in Guadalupe, right here in the Caribbean islands, dating back to 28 million years ago, predating it by 10 times. Her remains was intact enough such that her face was reconstructed by Dr. Richard Nave, Nave, excuse me, from the University of Manchester in England, and is the product of Dr. Nave's facial reconstruction based on Lucia cranial measurements. What is surprising is that Lucia's face does not look like the Mongolian type associated with modern-day American Indians. In 1999, Walter Nave published a research article in the Genetics and Molecular um, Biology where he provided evidence that the first Americans looked like the Australian Aborigines or Malaysians. The term ancient Aboriginal, Aboriginal American, and the ancient one will all be used interchangeably with Paleo-American. 
right? The term Aboriginal used by this author means a human exhibiting physical traits associated with the genetic elder race of the planet Ab from, in Latin, an original first in a series. It is intended as a facial description based on mitochondrial DNA that to be implied, inferred, superior or inferior, superior or inferiority in any shape, form, or fashion. The people have inhabited all continents for tens of thousands of years. In the United States of America, people who may fit this phenotypical description are often misnomered as black. You see, you see how he has a better understanding? The author does not subscribe to the belief, check this out now, the author does not subscribe to the belief that a human being is a color. The term colored means a semblance of reality separated from that which is real. Last Law Dictionary, 1968. The author believes all humans are real and therefore cannot be semblances of reality. Nor does the author generally agree that a human being is a consonant. Thus, disagreeing with the appropriateness of the label African-American, where, however, as the term black, white, African-American, and European are culturally accepted by those who self-identify using them, they may be used in this writer for the sake of effectively communicating points to the reader. That, that's the only time that myself or Brother L will use those such terms is in an effective communicating point to you as the listener. All right? You have that, um, have you found that um, section yet, Brother Al? Honestly, it is. I haven't. All right. section go to? Well, it doesn't matter. Read the section about the Omex. You said that he did make mention of the Omex. Yeah, and until uh, you find that, I can I, I can read this part from the book because I have the book okay. also. Um, the first Americans were Africans, documented evidence by um, David M. Hotep, Ph.D. A new book is contradicting what our grade school textbooks has included for ages and could change the way history is written about the Western Hemisphere. Now, I do agree, all right, he has taken it back further than any other book has. You know, um, of course, being a Ph.D., um, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because when this article was written, it was in the Daytona Beach News Journal, and it was 2012, so that was six years ago, and it was February the 5th. So it was two days ago, all right, um, uh, uh, six years ago, all right? So it was written during the time of what we call Black History Month. So this is why I'll be bringing this is all, all up now because this is so-called Black History Month. So we want to teach you Indigenous Month. All right? Indigenous More Month. So here, it says, in the first Americans were Africans, author and academic Dr. Emotep, PhD, is, be, is, bringing first, is bringing forth decades of research and evidence to present readers a comprehensive look into the history and identity of the first Americans, asserting that Africans were the first Americans and that they arrived 51,000 years before the Mongoloids or the Mongolians. 
All right, Imhotep illustrated a date that is four times earlier than what is largely referred a reference. Africans may not only come before they not only come, came before Columbus, so that means that you can't say that Africans all Africans was brought over here from Africa. This is the this is the jackass of those who was making comments who was making comments on um, the video that I did with uh, Brother Rich about what B.O.B. was stating, you know, and um, Brother Blue, Blue Pill was interviewing me. So, see, their ideology is that all Negroes was brought here on ships 400 years ago. Well, this book also destroys that premise. Africans not only came before Columbus, but were in the Americas long before any other group, at least 56,000 years ago. And, and, and it is good that he said at least. So he knew that it went further back, but he was just trying to deal, obviously, with that 56,000-year period, which I gave the reference to where that came from, was from the University of South Carolina from um, Ph.D., uh, from, from the scientist, from the doctor, uh, Ph.D. Um, what's his name? Let me, let me go back right quick. Um, Albert, Dr. Albert Goodyear. Right? Albert Goodyear. So, he goes on. He says, with this book, I produce and expand on evidence from several scientific fields, credible scholars, researchers, and um, professors and researchers. Imhotep extensive research and gathering of evidence is in part of a product of his academic training, university level training, from teaching and extensive world travel. The first person to hold a doctorate with a specialized in ancient African history. Imhotep credits the creation of his book with the helping to lift what he calls the veil of secrecy over America's history. Expanded on the foundation of a research and historic evidence, the first Americans were African, provided insight into remnants of um, architecture, writing, artifacts, as it explores the beliefs surrounding the Vikings, Columbus, the Indians, and more. With more than 700 footnotes, Imhotep intends for it to also serve as a guide for future research. The first Americans came to this land far before what we have been taught, he said. This changed the way history has been written and filled and fills a void that has long existed. For um, information, visit historictruth.info. Right? It's $25 or $24.99 and is 179 pages. Right? So, we know that they came over here. Right? Dr. Julian Wright on White Wright, a maritime archaeologist at the University of Southampton. He stated that the voyage from Africa on ancient ships were quite a possible plausible undertaking based on the capability of the vessels of the, of the period and historical material stated it took place. The historical material stated that it took place and they had that capability. How do we know? Of course, this is what I was talking about too, Brother L, is that the Smithsonian was hiding information. 
So how, this is this is one of the articles right here. Arizona Gazette, Friday evening, March 12th, 1909, as well as also explorations in the Grand Canyon. This was a, um, another article which dated um, April 5th, 1909, from the Phoenix Gazette. So here it reads, Egypt was here in America. The Egyptians came to the Grand Canyon around 1700 B.C., and further back, because remember, Albert Goodyear, Dr. Albert Goodyear at the University of, of South Carolina found Egyptian writings. Remember I told you that, Brother Al? Remember I read that? Yes, I do. All right. So this is what he says. And this dated back to 51,700 years. He said the evidence for the Africans' migration came in multiple forms. And he says Egyptian writings. And he said this dated back to 51,700 years ago, over 50,000 years ago. And where was it at? In Savannah, in South Carolina. <laughs> Egyptian writing in South Carolina? Right next door to you. Yeah. And then, of course, they went further in as they reached. So obviously they was in the Carolinas. And along the eastern seaboard, and there was a branch of them, of the Egyptians that broke off, who came in 51,700 years ago, and went into the Grand Canyon 1700 B.C. It says this was proven by the fact that there are 18 temples in Arizona at the Grand Canyon. Below is an article to the Arizona Gazette, all right, or to the, um, to excuse me, to the left of the screen, of the Arizona Gazette. They Evening, March 12, 1909. Also in Archaeological Cover-Ups, this is a book, Archaeological Cover-Ups by David Hatcher Childress. He states, perhaps the most amazing suppression of all is the excavation of an Egyptian tomb by the Smithsonian itself in Arizona. A lengthy uh. page story of the Phoenix Gazette on April the 5th, 1909 gave a highly detailed report of the discovery and the excavation of a rock-cut vault by an expedition led by Professor S.A. Jordan of the Smithsonian. Smithsonian, however, claims that it has absolutely no knowledge of the discovery or its discoverers. See, this is how they lie. This is how they lie. My wife and I went to Mexico. Brother L, check this out now. 2011, six years ago. 2011, six years ago. All right? And we was told by an archaeologist who was our tour guide, right, at Tomal. Um, you have Cabal, you have Tulum. But we was at Tulum. When we was at Tulum, which is one of the pyramid sites, Something happened four years ago In which that made him Actually, it was 2012 I think it was 2012, 2011, 2012 Somewhere around there He said something happened four years ago In which that made him change his mind And he had to tell the truth Of course, that had to be um, Barack Obama becoming president Because that happened in 2008 This was around 2012 And that was four years ago All right Based on what he was saying And I said, yeah Obama became president. So then 
he goes on to say that the pyramids were not built by the Mayans, that the pyramids was built by the Olmecs. And the Olmecs or the Olmecas were the Nubian Egyptians. This is what he says. All right. So there's ancient sea-going vessels used by the Egyptians and Nubians in ancient times. We know this. We know this to be a fact, right? We know this to be a fact. Gene flows appears likely between the Egyptians and Nubians, although common adaptions to similar environments may also have been a factor for their cranial similarities. The study does not rule out the possibilities that in situ biology or biological evolution occurred as each time now pre- not present in this analysis. Right? What they're saying is, is that the, the similarity between the Nubians and the Egyptians that really they are the same people. Right? So you find that they was married time. There's another, um, there's a book, A Storm Over Egypt, was one of the um, passages. Or one of the, this is what it reads. I have seen ancient records that unveiled the world's most explosive secrets. Egypt had crossed the Atlantic Sea. All right? Brother L, can you mute your phone? Yes, I can. Okay. I've seen ancient records that unveiled the world's most explosive secrets. Egypt had crossed the Atlantic Sea in ships more than 10,000 years before the time of Christ. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so, this book, so now remember, we just read that allegedly the Egyptians just came 1700 BC. Now, they said that, no, they came actually more than 10,000 B.C., I mean 10,000 years before the time of Christ. So that's 10,000 B.C. So to you, that would be 12,000 years ago. Then we seen earlier where the professor, Dr. Albert Goodyear, said, no, it's over 51,000 years ago that the Egyptians were here, and he tells you with Egyptian writings. So they built the world's largest cities in South and Central America and in Mexico. They had united those city-states into a nation that stretched from Brazil in South America to Mexico and into Africa. This is why when you listen to the song of the Marines, they speak of from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. So from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Right? The halls of Montezuma is where? In the Western Hemisphere. In the Americas. And then to the shores of Tripoli, where's Tripoli? That's the capital of Libya. Africa. So that was our expansion all the way into Egypt as Egypt was the dominion based on the 47th chapter of the Holy Quran, Circle 7. So I have broken the seal on this forbidden history. I found that the writings 
that told how Egypt had built its most powerful empires and it had happened in the Americas. All right? So not only did we find that three of the most powerful religions had come from out of Egypt, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, now their most fearful secret was uncovered. Us showing you that the Egyptians were already here over 51,000 years ago. We know that the Egyptians traveled the oceans. We have proof. They got a 3,500-year-old ship in Africa. You can go to Ancient American Magazine. It says archaeology of the Americas before Columbus. And look, it says in Egyptian presence in B.C. America. So this is known. Volume 10, number 64. You can go to Ancient American um, website and order this volume 10, number 64, and read the article in Egyptian presence in B.C. America. Right? In the ancient mystic oriental masonry by Swinburne Claimer. This is what he says. Now check this out. When following the course of the constellations, those immovably and perpetually fastened upon America or reach, it will appear while all the signs in the historic um, past centers upon Egypt, all that is sublime in the prehistoric past centers upon America. And you got in parentheses, Atlantis. So America is the Atlantis. Is the mainland Atlantis, while the Caribbean islands are the remnants of Atlantis. And in the curtain which has here, um, hit hitherto concealed the prehistoric connection between the people of ancient Egypt and of America is lifted. It is lifted in Freemasonry. It will be seen that the people of the eagle but now being descended from the original people of the eagle on this continent. Uh-oh. So, I just told you that the Egyptians, who are the Washita, was already here on this continent 51,000 years ago, and they left and went into what we now call Africa and drudged what we now refer to as the now because it was very remnants to them because they was the ones who was all up and down the Mississippi. It says the twine or one and that prehistoric America was the original Egypt or Eagle land prior to the mighty disposition. In the days of the Pele, when the earth was divided, and the great globe itself was nearly rent asunder. Say, a guessing. First born among continents, America has been falsely denominated the New World. Hers was the first dry land lifted out of the waters. Hers was the first shore washed by the oceans that enveloped all the earth besides. And while Europe was represented only by islands raised here and there above the sea. 
America, which is Atlantis, already stretched in an unbroken line of land from Nova Scotia to the far west. So the Egyptians were the ancient Atlanteans, who also were the Lemurians. And so also when you say the word more, you're talking about occultly the Lemurians, not the monkey, but the people who dwelt on what we now refer to as the Pacific Islands, and specifically the Hawaiian Islands. All right? So, of this, there can be no doubt the pyramids was built by Atlanteans long centuries before Egypt was a civilized country. Why then were they built in Egypt instead of on some part of what is now America? Because Egypt was then the center of the earth, and the Atlanteans, with their vast knowledge, sought the center for that which would stand as long as time. Okay? Goes further. We are not in debt to either ancient Egypt for either religion or masonry, but to America. So this is why you find that 85% of the rituals that was performed in the so-called Native American or Indigenous Aboriginals mystery school system, which became known as Freemasonry, was nearly identical to Freemasonry that is now being taught by the Europeans in their first three degrees of Freemasonry. Fellow craftsmen enter, um, um, enter apprentice and master mason. Or enter apprentice, fellow craftsman, and master mason. It is fact that at Memphis, Egypt, in the pyramids, under the guidance of the kings, the mystic rites of masonry was worked many thousands of years ago. But at that time, Egypt and the continent of America were one and the same. And America, rediscovered in the 15th century and repopulated in the 17th century, was recovered Egypt in the promised land, or the land of the constellation of the eagle. Kentucky itself, where we think we have found the remains of an Egyptian colony or a nation. And in the case of the works and catacombs of Lexington, is the latitude by five degrees north of Egypt, so that whether they may have visited America on a voyage of exploration or they have been driven on the coast against their will, in either case, it would be perfectly natural that we should have established themselves in that region. So hence, we have King Tuck, or King Tucky, after, named after King Tut. And who is King Tut? King Tut, of course, was um, part of the 18th dynastic period, allegedly the son of Nefertiti um, and Akhenaten, uh, Anten. Of course, they recently unveiled the Europeanized version of Nefertiti again, just this past week. <laughs> okay. All right before next week when the Black Panther comes out, the movie. Right? To get you all revved up. So you know you got to go see the Black Panther movie because you upset the week before 
by them unveiling this Europeanized statuette of Nefertiti, which the Nefertiti that they been putting and showcasing was already based on another picture to begin with, based on another photo or image of a European to begin with. It was not the actual... Um, you can actually look on the temple walls. I have the pictures uh, or the metronature of how she really looked. And her features were negroid and much more pronounced. All right? She did not have those features that you are used to seeing that Nefertiti head and neck. All right? So, we know um, that we was all over the Americas in what now is called the ancient Egyptians. But we refer to ourselves as the Washita. Okay? This is why the empress say that we was found all over We have gone all over the world. Washington or the ancient Atlanteans and the Morians. And a group of us left and went into what is now called Egypt, Africa. Egyptian artifacts found across North America from the Algonquin writings. All right, this is what Dr. Um, David M. Hotep says now, the first um, um, American were Africans, he documents documents this, and this is a very good point, that the Egyptian artifacts found across North America from the Algonquin writings on the East Coast to the artifacts and Egyptian places, names in the Grand Canyon are all signs of an early arrival in the Americas by Africans. But it wasn't an early arrival. It actually was us coming from out of that area going into Africa. As already proven, we have already proven that the real ancient Af- um, um, the real ancient Egyptians were us, the Washita, and we left from out of here, and we went into now not all of us. That's not everybody didn't get on the ships. We wasn't doing the Marcus Garvey. It was just a branch of us that left from out of the Americas and went into Africa, and we trudged the Nile. And made it um, as long longer than the Mississippi, because that's what we were used to. This is what Prophet Nabudrali said too: that there was Moors living all up and down the Mississippi before the Europeans came. Right. So, what about these tribes of North America? Where did they come from? The tribes of North America was a result of the Olmecs and Mexicans, even before them. As we showed you that the Olmecs, who were the Dogon, who were the Egyptians, we know that they was here at least 51,700 years ago. Right? This is when they take a zero off and just made it 5,000 years. Instead of 51,000. So they took a zero off and made it 5,000 years approximately that the Olmecs was here. 
But the Omex was already here 51,000 years ago, over 50,000 years ago. And once again, they was the Dogon. The Dogon left, right, from out of ancient Egypt. All right? Some say that they just left around 8,000 years ago, or 6,000 B.C., and went into Mali. Right. The fact is, is that we didn't have Europeans on this planet at, that, at none of these time periods that I'm talking about. Therefore, we freely went where we wanted to go. There was no, see, your mind has been confined because you nowadays have to have a driver's license. You nowadays have to have a, uh, uh, um, a passport. So you used to being confined and not going out your city. I know brothers who've been in Brooklyn all their life, ain't never going out the damn borough. And there's four other boroughs to go and visit. They've never been out of Brooklyn. Damn, Queens is right down the street. <laughs> Long Island. What's the thing that is going on? However, some of the Mexicans continue to mix with the remaining Chinese, and the Chinese around 70, around 7, um, what was it, 7 AD, around 7 AD to 70 AD, around that time period. That's when they was coming in, a little bit earlier, around 400 BC. Nevertheless, they just came. The yellow tribes mixed in with each other and produced the tribes like the um, um, Chinook, um, the Tutuni, uh, the Kalapunya, the Chumash, um, the Yonutis. Tribes broke off from each other and produced even more tribes that settled in California. And the darker-skinned tribes were the tribes that managed to contain the Omec blood, like the Arapaho, the Orikara, um, the Blackfoot, the Cheyenne, the Crow, the Apache, the Mandan, which is from Mandi, the Mandinka people, who are the Omex, who are the Dogon, the Pawnee, and the Shoshone. Right? The Washita was an offshoot of um, Pawnee Confederation. When the Moors came to America, they mixed in with the Washington natives and became known as the Washo. So the Washington Moors are the so-called lost tribes of Indians that they spoke of in the history books. And there's also another branch of them who is known as the Hawaiian Sapani, the Hawaiian Sapani people. It was the Blackfoot. This is where you get the Tar Heel State from. All right, that was the Blackfoot. Right, and the so-called lost tribes of Indians that were spoken of in history books. Right, yes, they are the hidden tribes that were the descendants of the Omex and Toltecs of Mexico. The tribes of also the ancestors to, as the Pawnee, the Osage, the Creek, the Seminole, who are the Yamisi, Yamasi, the Cherokee, which are the Selegi, the Ananuia, right, the Chattahoochee, uh, uh, Comanche, Nice Pierce, 
Tuscarora, the Genesene, the Manapani, um, the Pahatan, the Micmac, the Lumbee, as in Lumbee, right from out of Lumberton, North Carolina there. It's also um, with, with their brothers and sisters right down the street who call themselves, um, oh man, what's their names? They um, live right on the border of, of North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, they call themselves the Waccamaw Indians. You have the Mandans, you have the Blackfoot, who, as I said, was just a name. That was not their name. They called themselves the Hawaii um, Sapani people, which lives right in Warrington County. Where they have their powwow every year. But see, you just know Blackfoot. Okay. Right, hopefully, um, all right, I'm trying to make sure I, my wife told me that I had a lag in information here, so I'm trying to make sure I get everything um, closed for so there won't be a lag. All right, hopefully this is a little bit better here. All right. I'm still getting this lag effect. Um, All right, so we just continue on. All right, so um, so we are the um, Neschi, the Chickasaw, and many more tribes. That's who the Washington Moors are. How you know this, and that is not just a family as some erroneous Negroes have been saying, because they can't read, nor comprehend, obviously. But the only thing you have to do is go read the Camp Holmes Treaty, or what is called the Treaty of Camp Holmes, and read the preamble. In the preamble, it specifically says that the Comanche and the Wichita Nations and their associated bands, and who are the bands? The Cherokee, the Seneca, the Osage, the Pacwa, the Creek, which is the Muscogee, all right? The Chickasaw, all of them were together as one. This is where you get the Empire of Washington from. If you're talking about the Empire of Washington, you couldn't just been a goddamn family member. Stop with that nonsense. The Empire is not a family. Make tribes, all right? Or clans. Clans make um, tribes. Tribes make nations. Nations make empires. Okay? Just that simple. Now, if you can't comprehend that, then that's on you. You keep your stupid, ignorant behind away from me and ask me dumb behind questions. All right, because this is for people who can comprehend what the black Indians ever sold, um, sold into slavery. The misconception is that black Indians was 
never taken into slavery. This is not the case. Black Indians were also captured and sold into slavery along with their African cousins, which was only 15%. The other 85%, some of them were captured, not all of them, and was put into slavery. The land of the black Indians, or as they was called, was Louisiana, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Illinois, Florida, Delaware, Tennessee, Kansas, Iowa, India, all belonged to the Washington Moors. It was invaded by the French, the Spaniards, and the British. The Washington are also partly Arawak, Haitian, which are both Olmecan, each people, who were largely from Egypt. Right or went into Egypt, who mixed with the Nubians, the Kushites people, the said Ethiopians, all the same family. Now, how we know this is because um, Samuel George Morton, M.D., and it's called an inquiry into the distinctive, um, distinctive characteristics of the Aboriginal race of the Americas. This is Boston Society of Natural History. April 27, 1842, is my chiefly intention to produce a few of the most strikingly characteristic traits of these people to sustain the position that all the American nations, except for the Eskimos, are of one race, and that this race is peculiar and distinct from all others, all possess a long Check this out. Alike the long, lank, black hair, the brown or cinnamon-colored skin, the heavy brow, the dull and sleepy eyes, the full and compressed lips, and the sallow but dilated nose. These traits, moreover, are equally common to the savage and civilized nations, whether they inhabit the margin of river and feed on fish or rove the forest and consist of spoils of chase. It cannot be questioned that physical diversities do occur. Equally singular and impeccably, right? As seen in different shades of color, varying from a fair tint to a complexion almost black, to a complexion almost black, to a complexion almost black, and this too under circumstances in which climate can have little or no influence. So also in reference to statue, the differences are remarkable in entire tribes, which moreover are geographically approximately to each other. These facts, however, are more accepted to a general rule and do not alter the particular or peculiar um, physiognomy uh, of the Indian, which is as, check this out, undeviately characteristics as that of the Negro. Characteristics of that of the Negro. Characteristics of that of the Negro. But whether we see him in his athletic rob or the stun chema, in the dark Californians or the fair Bora, Boricua, right? He is an Indian still. Negroes or Indians still? Negroes or Indians still? Negroes or Indians still? 
and cannot be mistaken for a being of any other race? And this is coming from a European. All right? Samuel George Morton, an MD. And it's called the Inquiry into the Distinctive Characteristics of the Aboriginal Race of America. Boston Science of Natural History, April the 27th, 1842. So just 180 years ago, It wasn't even 180 years. 160 years, approximately. So just 160 years ago, a little over that, almost 180, I guess. Nah, give or take. But over 160 years ago, under 180 years ago, Negroes were Indians. And they distinguished, and they called us the same race. All of us, as you as you heard here, John Baptiste, Leonard, Durano, a voyage to Senegal atlas of the region, page 1802. This is what he says. Now, he all the way in Senegal, in Africa, and he got to talk about Americans, and this is what he says. I shall add another reflection of public utility. The blacks are a kind of men destined by nature to inhabit Africa and America. She has created them for burning regions. Let us, therefore, take care not to oppose her view or overthrow the barriers that she has established. But let us preserve their race and their natural purity and not permit the Negroes to inhabit Europe. This mixture of black and white is dangerous to our population, and in time it may change, corrupt, and even destroy it. Now, this is the same thing that Trump and them is worried about. However, it's a little bit too late because now you invaded our damn land and y'all didn't take the advice of John Baptiste Leonard Durano. Because <laughs> he said specifically, keep your asses in Europe and let the blacks have Africa and America. But no, you couldn't do that. You got to go and colonize. Dehumanize. Claim someone is a savage. Yeah, go in, impose yourself. Oppress. Depress. Suppress. Steal. Thieve. Rob. Pillage. Murder. You just got to go and do all these things. When he already gave you the advice, <laughs> that you need to have just kept your ass in Europe. And that would have been that. In Man, God, and Civilization by by um, John G. Jackson, he states, I've seen a, situ- um, a statuette of a Negro in the archaeological collection of Mr. Estes, Ernesto Franco in Quito with Ecuador. According to the opinion of local archaeologists, this statuette is at least 20,000 years old, and the Artetanus 
black race in America was either gradually mixed with the Indian ones, or as we would say, they already were the Indians, or became extinct. No, they didn't become extinct because we get, according to the Holy Pale Horse, all right, the CIA report back in 1991, there was over 80 million of us in the Americas. Of course, they kept telling you that it was only 25 to 30 million of us. Now they have gone up to at least 40 million now. Old times, Negroes and Negroes were numerous in the New World. And now, why did he make it seem like that was so long ago when this here is 1802, which was 200 years ago, over 200 years ago, and this was 1842, right, over 160 years ago. wasn't that long ago. And my great-grandmother lived to be 101 years old. Okay? Now, in the case of American Negro, for the moment you were born, every stick of stone, every face is white. Since you have not yet seen a mirror, you suppose you are too. It comes to a great shock around five, six, or seven to discover that the flag to which that you have been pledging allegiance, along with everyone else, has not pledged allegiance to you. It comes as a great shock to see Gary Cooper killing off Indians, and although you were ruled for Gary Cooper, the Indians are you. This is James Baldwin, 1965. The American Dream and the American Negro. Now, in the races of men, the dark races of men, page 148, and yeah, I'm I'm using everybody's information who tells the truth, right? I know, yes. Um, James Baldwin was a homosexual. However, uh, that's the truth of the matter is what was said. But right here, let's go to the dark races of men. After some 4,000 years of the historical period, all we have is a chronically filled of errors and falsehoods. That's all you get, unintelligible and incomprehensible. We find the dark races still on the earth. Of their ancient history, absolutely nothing is known, nor does it matter in which region of the globe we find view them. They are confined to no particular zone, but spread as it were from pole to pole from the Arctic to the Antarctic Circle. If the Laps be a dark race, then the dark races exist in Europe as a race. Asians abound with them. Africa has been, always been considered their stronghold. And unquestionably, from the um, Mediterranean shores to Cape um, Alahis, the thick lip and copped or bostermen of all shades be the fair prevailed throughout, but it is in America, the last discovered by the civilized Europeans, which we find now, I don't know how, they they ain't civilized. Anyway, we find the stronghold of the colored race, from the land of fire to the ice-bound polar 
see, nature has darkened every race unmistakably. Now that is from Robert Knox, page 148. The races of men, the dark races of men. All right? Now, it says, many accounts incorrectly classify us as Indians. Descendants of a people who immigrated in waves from the Bering Strait and the Pacific Ocean. Yet, research indisputable shows we have established elaborate communities and social orders for tens of thousands of years before the arrival of the Asian migrants and barbarian invaders. The so-called red population of the Western Hemisphere who claims no ownership of the land or our honored brothers and sisters merged from the empire. The names Blackfoot and Tar Heel are examples of the loosened attempts to hide the true identity of our people. Well, it was called the Hawaiian Sapani. If you come here to now, um, if you come here today, I can take you to all the Richardsons and various other ones who are part of that tribe. They look like you and I. Other names used to divide indigenous people are Creek, which is coming from the Muscogee, the Cherokee, which is actually the Selegi, which is the French terminology, is actually the Ananuia, the Hopis, the Iroquois, which actually is the Chickacaw, the Cherokee, which is one and the same people, the Hakam, the Navajo, the Shoshone, the Nice, the Biloxi, which is the Washita, the Seminoles, who is the Yamasi or the Yamasi. Also, um, from out of Buford, they would be um, the Geechee or Gullah Geechee people, etc. The culture of the Omex, Toltecs, Mayans, Aztecs, and Incas were evolved in sophisticated societies in the areas known as Central and South America, Mu, and all be linked to distinctive traditions and artifacts originated in the Washington the Maya Empire. The Eurocentric practice of dividing and classifying our people has created an illusion of differences upon the conquered the native people. We are all one people, children of one and only God. So this is from the Emperor's book, The Return of the Ancient One. And if you don't understand, then you go to another book, Ancient and Moderate Britons, page 374. In, 19, in 1676, the native race of the New England was spoken of indifferently as Indian and Moors. And our British Indians are also remembered as Moors. So Britain had Indians, who they referred to as the Moors. Therefore, Gross is visually telling us that large companies of Moors or black people roamed up and down the country rather, than, rather more than 100 years ago taking very considerable contributions from the farming class and others, besides being possessed of many fierce and aggressive qualities. And these Moors at that quite recent period had not relinquished the custom that distinguished those black people against whom Caesar fought. The 18th century Moors were also painted people. The distinguished war paint of the 18th century. In other words, Indians are Moors. All right? Another good book, one of the books on which that um, Jack Forbes called Africans and Native Americans. He painted a very different picture of the history that most of us was taught about the origin of so-called black people in the Western Hemisphere. 
We was told that so-called black people came from Africa as slaves and the Red Indians were the true Native Americans and that white people took black slaves from Africa and stole the land of the Red Indians. This story is nothing but a giant fiction, a novel made up by white historians to deceive masses about the original history and people of the Americas. Jack Forbes used the letters of the Jesuit missionaries to prove that the Negroes or black Amores were the first Americans and in fact were black and olive-toned people found in the Western Hemisphere. All right? Now, you go down, and it says, for example, in 1519, it is said that the Brazilians, all right, that they were not black or white, but of olive color. But the same writer remarked that the Brazilian, that the Brazilian canoe men had seen that he saw were so black that they could have only been taken for sellers of the Sea of Sticks, which is in hell. In 1524, the Carolina coast was said to be of dark colored, not much unlike the Ethiopians. So the coastal, so the Carolina coastal people was of a dark color, not much unlike the Ethiopians. All right, so the name, so the, t- the words or term Negro and Indos were interchangeable to describe the natives in the journals of early missionaries who could not have possibly been referring to Africans. So Negroes and Indos, which were Indian, stems from, it was used interchangeably in the letters, right, in the Jesuit letters. All right? They frequently referred to the Americans as Negroes. Right now, they um, if you go to Mexico and you ask them what do they refer to us as here, they would say Moreno, and Moreno do not mean pig. All right, Moreno means, for all lack of a better term, dark complexion. But these dark complexion, um, people, dark complexion, um, people was Muslim and did not eat pork. So therefore, because they did not eat pork or swine or boar, it became synonymous with the pig. So you have the, um, this, this is what really took place, all right? So this is just some of the science that y'all got to come to familiarize yourself with because you've been lied to, and when somebody comes with this information, y'all don't know how to take it, all right? You don't do enough research. So that's the problem. That's the problem. You have to go back and start doing more research. All right? That's just all it is. All right? So I, I'm trying to give you the best research. This is the most accurate um, information. Um, and uh, we're going to be going through part two um, probably um, um, next week or so. All right? So just prepare for that. And then we'll even go even further, you know, go deeper. Because this right now is just crazy. You know, the way that um, we've been lied to and all this nonsense and all this stupidity, you know, in which that we've been talking. All right. So, um, L, mute yourself back. Um, unmute yourself and come on back in. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but uh, that's uh, you're right. All the nonsense been going on and stuff. Uh, you get people like. Uh, Dr. Reggie, Professor Larry, and just keep it going, you know. Right. Idiots. You know. 
You know, I mean, you I know mean, who I right can't read, who's not yeah. reading and not really doing their research. They're too busy having their own agenda. We're not here about no agenda. We're here about the truth. That's just as simple as it is. We want the exactly. truth. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Because uh, you got a lot well, of these, uh, even a lot of indigenous it. people. You know, mm-hmm. they're not Moors, and you know, the Moors yeah, are not exactly. indigenous to America. You know, I said, mm-hmm. oh man, people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the the American uh, 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 mm-hmm. well, the American right. son, Aboriginal son, mm-hmm. whatever we call itself, with the Mohawk, mm-hmm. with the Mohawk. Yeah, yeah. You know, some we not mm-hmm. Moors. Period. You know, I said, huh. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, don't know what they're talking about. No, they haven't done they, they haven't no. done their research like they claim they have. Right. Yep. But all right, I, I'm getting ready to go. We love y'all. I'm glad that y'all continue looking, um, listening, and um, looking. <laughs> you know, watching. And um, we're going to try to get back to y'all next weekend. Um, next week, I should say. Um, any closing comments before we jet up out of here, Brother Al? Like I said, I hope we did some good. Just a few. That's, 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 that's somebody, you know. So, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> at least we done something tonight. I'm going to fill in. So next week, same time, same station. All right. We out. Yeah. H-E-D. Above the dome. Trap of freedom. The family. Tradition. Heritage. The missing links. Spiritual miracles. The awakening. The walking sphinx. It's time to eat. Food for thought. The metamagician. Holy rainwater. Flows off my altar. Channel through the seasons. Elevate the reasons. To the living, death to the conscious At the end of days, clash of the titans Zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper Looking for a lamp, revving at the church Plugging in the amp, rock of the ages Son of the undead, vamping immortal rage I bleed red ink on the page Words and truth, no signature Here's the blur from invisible literature Sitting at the dock of the bay with Otis Having rituals, turn the lights off He can get real quick, sir Melting pot mix, I'm in search for a fix Walking backwards, looking forwards Patiently waiting, don't ignore it Holding two swords like peace signs aimed at your board
February the 17th and 18th, we will be having our conference down in Jacksonville, Florida. All right, Jacksonville, Florida. All right. Make sure you look on my Facebook page and get the flyer. Or either you can go to dialemailbay.com to calendar of events and look there. Next month, we will be having our annual event. March 23rd, 24th, and 25th, we will be having our annual event. Make sure you come to that. Make sure you support. For more information, go to Calendar of Events on my page, DrAlimaBay.com, and you can find the agenda as well as also hotels and everything right there. All right? We love y'all, and we are out. Cheers. H-E-D. Above the dome. Trap of freedom. Family. All right, hold up. We got some questions. I don't know what's going on. They want to wait till we get off to get ready, get off the air to ask some damn questions. All right. All right, all right. What's some of the questions? Let's 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 hear it. All right, thank you, Straight Panthers, seventy nine. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Brother Jed L, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Brother Anthony, word, appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, they ain't got the brother to buy the book. I got to say peace to you. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate y'all. All right. Oh, peace, Brother Gerald Moore. What is our relationship with the Spanish and the Moors? Um, many of the Moors are descendants of Hannibal, just like the Italians, the Spaniards of the Moors. So you're talking about the Phoenicians, you're talking about the Minoans, you're talking about also of um, the Cretans, um, as well as also the Etruscans. Um, all of them got a chance to do a little bit of mixing in, in um, into the European um, sections as coming from out of um, Africa, coming from out of Put which is actually Libya, coming from out of um, Sudan, coming from out of Ethiopia, or what is now is called Somalia and et cetera, also coming from out of Egypt, all right? Um, all of those areas, you have the people who went up into these particular areas who, be now, who now become the Etruscans, who now become um, the Minoans and the Cretans. And so by the time Hannibal gets there, um, this is just something that has happened. When we went to Italy, all right, um, they were so fearful of the Africans or black people, so-called black people, Moors, to come into those areas because they said they have been conquered so many times, so they are guarded, all right? So this is what was told to us by the so-called Europeans, that they have been conquered so many times that they are guarded, all right? So... Um, it might not necessarily be like the racism that's here in the Americas, but definitely they are very guarded concerning, um, you know, um, us coming into those, into those lands because, um, as you know, uh, they are the least amount of people on the face of the planet, so therefore they fear genetic annihilation as spoken of by Francis Quest Wellsen um, in the ISIS papers. All right, so um, we want to... Um, give you that, and of course the Spaniards. Um, we talking about the Moors, who was all in Spain. Uh, matter of fact, you can get um, the Moors of Spain by Stanley Poole, 
as well as also the Moors after um, the um, um, the Moors after Spain by Stanley Poole, and in both of those volumes he goes into um, the Spaniard connection to the Moors and how the Moors blood run through the Spaniards' veins. Um, so we're one in the same um, in that regard. Um, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> Um, this is where history really get tricky at, you know, um, with this thing, you know, when the Spaniards come or when they came to the Americas, you know, um, you know, and then, you know, they was doing these deals with the Britons. They were doing these deals with the uh, refugees, the immigrants, you know, of the Europeans, Albions from out of England, from out of Britain, you know, um, as well as also with the French. All right, so um, you know that there was some Masonic connections in which that took place behind the veil in order to get the Europeans into the position that he's in now. All right, so um, that just goes into the, in, in order to show you um, what was really taking place. So um, hopefully that answered the question. Like I said, get the books, Moors of Spain by Stanley Poole, as well as also um, Moors after Spain by Stanley Poole, and he goes into that, um, into those, into the history of the Spaniards and the Moors, much more in depth than I can right now, as it is time for us to go. Um, right here, this is North Carolina. All right. Well, um, <laughs> brother, um, um, Panther. What wasn't that, brother Panther? Straight Panther. Is it brother Straight Panther? Well. You, um, you stay where we stay at. We stay in um, Vance County, too. So that means that you need to give me a call at 910-364-9099. And we need to get out. That's 910-364-9099. All right. Oh, Brother Zach, all right. You come to the conference? That's what I'm talking about. Everybody else needs to be coming to the conference, too. All right. Make sure everybody comes. We, we we trying to get as many people there as possible because we got a lot of information to go over. This is just a little bit. This is nothing compared to what we'd be going over the whole weekend. All right? This is two hours compared to, shoot, we, be, we start at 10 in the morning to damn 10 at night and longer. Um, We're going to be going to information, more and more information, drumming, dancing, singing, rapping, poetry, everything. You might see entertainers there. All right? So, I mean, shoot, we be getting it in. All right? So, um, that's just what we be doing. All right, once again, March 23rd, 24th, 25th, we will be having our annual events, United Washington Law Expo and Alternative Healing, Healing Wings Institute Alternative Healing um, Expo. We will be doing that next month, March 23rd, 24th, 25th. That Friday, we begin at 5 o'clock. Everybody can come at 2, so from 2 um, um, we begin meet and greet. That's two two o'clock Friday. Two o'clock Friday. You come at two o'clock Friday. We begin meet and greet. All right. By five o'clock, we begin. Hopefully, there's enough people there by five, and we begin to start going into the lesson and a little bit of the um, agenda for that um, um, for the weekend. So from five to ten, we start going into the information. Um, Friday night, um, we'll have drumming. Um, probably some poetry, singing, and whatever else that we um, do. Um, we have the um, sa- um, Saturday. We start from 10 um, and go until 10 at night. After um, that 10 at night, 10 p.m., we go into our Indigenous Bowl. 
So those bring your best dress. We're gonna be going into indigenous ball. You know what I'm saying? Put the feathers in your caps. <laughs> you know? Hey, right. All right. Right, right. right. Bring your bring in bring your naps. <laughs> you know, cause you all the nappy. <laughs> you all the linear nappy people. All right, so bring your nappies, you know, and we'll be happy. You see what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Brother L, you coming too, ain't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, there we go. We got Brother brother L who's going to be there. So you're going to have um, um us up in the house, and we'll be doing our thing. So that Saturday, we're going to be having our um, Indigenous Bowl. And then, um, matter of fact, that Sunday, from 10 to 5, we'll, we'll be going through some more information. And at 5, we're going to break out. Everybody begin to start going back home for their next day, for they can go back to work or, or at least be home, you know, for children or whatever the case is. And, you know, give us a call to make sure everybody is sound, safe, and happy, you know, um, after that regenerative, uh, rejuvenating weekend, you know, because that's what we plan on doing is, is – you know, is bringing up them energies, all right? So um, we just want to say that to everyone. We love y'all, and we are out. Peace. I meet the sun reflection, golden unk on my necklace. Rebirth of the earth, I can feel a resurrecting. Beaming my bacaba to the star system, serious. The time to phone home if you know what ascension is. I'm here to raise the frequency, I do it through my music. But when I die, my body mummified by Anubis. Return to the afterlife, some call it paradise. I astro project to meet my ancestors every night. Through the transition, everything gets unfolding. Hold a mirror to the ones with alternative motives. I never changed my integrity to fit in the matrix. Came for many lifetimes since the dawn of creation. I'm on the sounds from the galaxy, playing like trumpets. We coming forth by the day, but you can say you're for coming. I can school you in this life, but we can wait till the next one. Open your mind to all things, then I give you the lecture. I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me. Call a ride, let them come down and hug me. Oh God, I told y'all couldn't burst me. Up high, I know the universe loves me. I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me. Call a ride, let them come down and hug me. Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't burst me. Up high, I know the universe loves me. I love my family, even though they think that I'm weird. I've been disposed to different information over the years. The type the shit to make you wonder, am I really a human or is my body just an avatar living a movie? Equipped with all my God particles, made up for atoms, create a wormhole by cutting space and ripping the fabric. I'm just a one who realizes origin off of this planet, starships in the sky and preparing for landing. Come about the mind control that the media feature. They all sit in clones with teleprompts, fin to deceive you. I would never fear a thing, my soul forever lasting. Came from many lifetimes from the city of magic. Angelic light being in the physical form But chemtrails in the sky to do the physical harm What the hell would it take just to render your lawn I can't wait till the day that this earth is reborn I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me Call them right, let them come down and hug me Oh God, I told me y'all couldn't burst me Up high, I know the universe loves me I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me Call them right, let them come down and hug me Oh God, I told you
couldn't budge me Up high, I know the universe loves me 